0: Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Baywatch and Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. And we will be discussing this week in TV. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Gangster.
1: Ozzy, how are you doing, man? I am doing pretty, pretty well after finally getting to see the film I've been wanting to see
0: since the trailer dropped. So I'm doing
1: pretty damn good. How are you doing, man?
0: I'm doing alright. I'm doing alright. I'm very nervous anxious for this episode. Because I am so... I know we're going to probably debate on pirates and, you know... I don't know if I'm ne- necessarily mentally prepared for it. Um, but that's all right. It, it's it's all good. Um, everyone can have opinions, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But whether they're factual or not, you know, that seems to be... <laughs> opinions, for the most part, by definition, are not factual. But I get you. Mine's a factual. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Th- I don't know. This was a, m- a week that I wasn't necessarily... Su- I mean, obviously you are... Because it's Pirates, and that's, as we've established on this podcast, um, I believe we've kind of decided that it's your um, Star Wars, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically. <laughs> um, so, but, but I necessarily, I was like, the trailers haven't really blown me away for Pirates, and then Baywatch, the same thing. I wasn't like, eh, and then I, lots of bad buzz around Baywatch. So I was kind of like, eh, with this whole week when it came to movies. Um and it kind of lived up to that, <laughs> I don't know. Uh but we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um Yeah, so I guess let's start with Baywatch. Uh I don't know. What what were your expectations going into this movie and then what were your overall thoughts, man?
1: I expected this to probably be the the best comedy of the summer. Honestly, that's what my expectations were. Coming out of it, it wasn't funny. It really wasn't funny at all. I barely. I, I had a few chuckles here and there, but it really wasn't that funny. Okay. Uh, again, big improvement from twenty sixteen comedy. Uh, but if I am going to say anything, I did. I did enjoy what I was seeing though. Like I did have fun in the movie. If that makes any sense. Like yeah. I, I had a fun time. And I did like most of the characters. Like I would have hung out with some of the characters, per se.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I guess that's an interesting way to kinda of look at it. Um see, this this is interesting because alright. There's a lot of bad buzz around this movie. Like
1: Yeah, I, I I've seen it.
0: There's a lot of people who really hate this movie. And then I've definitely like I went to go see this movie with my sister and she ended up being like it was fun. I liked it. And um Uh, had another friend say that they kind of liked it but you know there's no glow i don't think anybody's coming out of this like oh my gosh it was amazing best comedy ever whatever you know we're not getting any of that and i am leaning i I don't know i'm pretty in the middle with this movie i don't think it's like the worst movie of the year or anything like that um but it's not very fun, like, I'm kind of, like, falling back on kind of your thing with comedies. It's like, n- did it make me laugh? The first act, yes. I actually really enjoyed the first act, and I guess let's start there. Um, let's start with positives here. The first act, I really did enjoy. I thought it was the funniest part of the movie by far. N- later on, it kind of forgets it's comedy, but by far, the first act is the funniest part. Um, a lot of the stuff, and this is unfortunate, a lot of stuff from the trailers is in the first act, that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm trying to look up this guy. Okay, I want to talk about Johnny Bass or John Bass. He plays the kind of he's the fat guy in the in the posters, the guy in the background of the posters mm-hmm. who you're like, oh, is that guy in the movie? Um, and who? And I, this might just me be me avoiding trailers, but I honestly, I saw him in the movie. I was like, who is this guy? Is he a main character? I did not recognize him from a trailer or anything. I was just like. This guy's in the movie? Like, I was really confused. Um, and I hope you caught me. Say his name, because that is the last time I ever speak this guy's name on the podcast. Because, to me, this dude is just discount Josh Gad. He is clearly just a ripoff of jo- Josh Gad as a person. Correct? Oh, my gosh. He is, right? <laughs> He's Josh Gad. <laughs> He's discount Josh Gad. And it drove me insane the entire movie. I was like, this is why not just actually get Josh Gad. He would have been better. <laughs> um, I don't know. He was he was fine. I actually didn't mind his chemistry with Kelly Rohrbach, who played um CJ. And Kelly Rohrbach actually surprised me in this movie. I thought she was actually pretty funny. Um and she was I, I actually I gravitated towards her as a character. I was like, I actually like you as a character, you know? Um so she surprised me cause when they cast her originally I was like okay so they cast some model to be um the hot person in the show in the movie right um and she actually ended up being kind of a bright spot for me so she was good the rock is charming as ever and he is just really really good in this movie um he's not necessarily the funniest i know we had our disagreements but i i was i didn't necessarily think it was the funniest movie of last year what's that movie with kevin hart i forgot because that's how that oh, was Oh man i can't remember that movie's name it's, that's how that it was um if uh, enrique had a mic he'd be able to say because he can't he remembers i don't remember <laughs> um i don't know um anyway yeah so i don't know what are some of your positives hazi Um, I will say that everybody, for the most part,
1: had pretty good chemistry with one another. And when I was watching the film, I kind of wanted wanted to be a part of Baywatch because it made it seem like it was fun. They made it seem like it was something that it was family oriented, you know, that where you where they care about one another and where, you know, they want to help you become a better person Mm -hmm. and um, they want to help you become a leader, basically. So I really liked the organization and what they're basically pitching, which is pretty good, I have to say um i will like i said earlier the movie is fun It it's it's in like a fun environment and i, I believe it was filmed in florida um i'm not if i'm not mistaken yes and part of it at least yeah. yeah but i i mean from what i caught from florida i mean it's pretty accurate so i will say that some of the locations
0: as well was pretty were pretty cool to, to see well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it sh- they shot at Deerfield Beach just like literally seven minutes from my house. <laughs> so, I mean, for part of it at least. Um, so that was kind of cool to say. But I don't know. Um, Dwayne Johnson I, was definitely yes. he my was a, favorite. He was my favorite character. He was one of the strongest parts of the movie, honestly. Um, he's just, again, he he's so easy to gravitate towards. You watch him on the screen and it's just like... I want to be around you. I, you just, he has this presence on screen that it just really works, and especially in this movie, it does really work. Um, I think he had decent chemistry with Zac Efron. Um, I'm gonna get to Zac Efron's character, uh, but it, overall, I think the performances you can say are not the issue with this movie. Right? We can both agree on that. Yeah. The performances overall are not an issue. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I kind of agree with you. It's a fun enough story, I guess. Um, I guess I don't agree with you as much on how fun it is. But I will say the first act is really, really funny. I like the first act. I really do. And honestly, after the first act, I was sitting there like, I don't know how this movie is getting such bad reviews, you know? It's it's good. I actually like it. Then the rest of the movie happens. Do you have any more positives or do you want to move on? We can move on. All right. Um, the second and third act, they completely forget almost that they're a comedy. And it's like, oh, let's do kind of a campy Baywatch, just regular Baywatch episode, an extended episode of Baywatch. Well, that's not what you sold us on. You sold us on this is a comedy. And it just didn't work. I I honestly, and this was, is this was how I knew that I was like, okay, I see the problem with this movie. I yawned so many times in this movie. Like, I was just tired. And, I, I mean, and, yes, I'm tired. But I was, like, it wasn't keeping me, like, oh, my gosh, I need to be paying attention. Like, I was bored. <laughs> and I guess there's... It's a fun enough story, sure, but there's not, like... This is a comedy, right? So you you're need to, to
1: laugh in a comedy. You're
0: supposed to keep me, like, up and keep me, like, engaged. And I was just not engaged. I didn't care about the plot of the movie. I didn't... The villain was just completely throw away I she there was nothing to her whatsoever did not care um and yeah that that's the biggest problem with the movie it forgets it's a comedy and even even when they do try with the comedy especially in the second and third act of the movie i it didn't necessarily always work it seemed like it was trying too hard to be what everyone was comparing it to which is 21 jump street it even had that moment where they poked fun at the show where they're like oh and, and, and no, it's uh, The Rock is saying all these different things like that has happened, and all these different thing crimes that they have quote unquote solved, right? And then they're like, that sounds like a bad but somewhat and funny show. And I'm like, okay, that was a funny joke in Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like we've heard like basically the, you use the exact same joke as Twenty One Jump Street. And it, sure, but you're trying too hard at this point, you know. Uh, so that's definitely. Some of the comedy works, some of it doesn't, and then the second and third act, it's like they kind of gave up on the comedy.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the comedy tends to be a hit or miss, and the CGI in this movie, for the little that they use, I, I know I'm going to get sort of like an annoying thing because everybody's like, "Okay, Ozzy CGI is not that is like not that big of a deal, or whatever." But let me tell you something: um, CGI is supposed to help. Us as an audience submerse us into the world that they're in. So when I see Dwayne Johnson jumping off of a really bad CGI fiery ship, it it's very it was questionable, very questionable. I did yeah. not like that scene whatsoever. Um, getting to Zac Efron's character, I was expecting these guys to probably be buddy buddy in this film. I think it would have worked better. Yeah. But instead, they went with let's make Zac Efron a douchebag. And that that it brought down the story a lot because it was Dwayne Johnson trying to teach him how to be a better person or whatever. but even Dwayne Johnson was being a, was being a douche to him back because Zach Efron was a douche. so it was um. It was kind of it wasn't it wasn't good the chemistry with with those two initially initially <laughs>
0: yeah it, the thing is and i i think the, the key word to used was it drags it down right the creep phrase i guess you used it really does drag the movie down and it's like okay we get it he's a bad person okay and the thing is and i I'll, I'll even kind of go take it in the same direction kind of but but a little bit off i it's, it's the comedy that they tried to use, right? I think the initial joke, right, is Zach Efron saying, you guys are just lifeguards. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is a job for the cops, right? And that the first time that somebody says that, that's funny because it's true, right? It's like, okay, this is a job for the cops. Why are these lifeguards doing this? But the entire movie, there's always somebody saying... Why are we not calling the cops? And it's like, okay, the thing is, if you keep reminding us that this is stupid, it doesn't make it more funny. It it just makes us realize that it's stupid and not, I, I don't know, why do you keep throwing it in our face that this is dumb? We get it. We're watching it. We know it's dumb. You don't need to keep telling us it's dumb. And that does not, that's not funny. It's not. I'm telling you, every single like, it's like Zac Efron throughout the majority of this runtime is like, "Why are we not calling the cops?" I'm like, "Stop! I don't care. Stop!" You, we've accepted this. Why do you keep bringing it up? It's it drove me insane. It drove me up the wall.
1: And it drove me insane. There's one scene where Zac Efron, I think, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it without spoiling anything. And Carlos, hopefully, you get me. Something happens, and. Uh, the whole team gets mad at at Matt Brody but Matt Brody never explains why he did what he did mm-hmm. and that aggravates the hell out of me because it's just like you guys aren't in this man's shoes you don't know what he was threatened with so like why would you get mad at him for something like that so it, it just kind of frustrated me with with that whole entire scene
0: yeah um i don't know it's the, the whole thing is just I don't care about Zac Efron's character, and it kind of falls over to Alexandra Daddario's character. They wasted Alexandra Daddario. That, I'm telling you, Alexandra Daddario is a freaking talented actress. She can act, and I was really interested to see what they would do with her comedy-wise. Like, if she had the chops comedy, they didn't give her anything to do. She was basically just there to be the love interest for Zach interest, and it's ridiculous. She she really didn't even have anything funny to attempt. It's not like, oh, she you know, they tried to make her funny, but she wasn't.
1: She had a few funny moments, but all the funny moments that you saw were in the trailer, unfortunately.
0: It, it's just, I, I don't know. They wasted her as an actress and it, it's so annoying. It really is. And what did you think about uh, Discount Josh Gad, though? Because he's a lot of people negative that I've noticed. Uh...
1: I think in the first act there was a really funny scene with him i agree i was dying in that scene um i don't think he's i don't think he's that bad as everybody's saying that he is i really don't i think if anything kind of helps kind of propel the movie in some way um but i don't think it's his fault the way that his character ended up i need to see him i need to see him in another film for me to say, okay, he's discount jo- uh, G- what is it, Josh Gad.
0: I mean, he was in this movie, at least. You mean that? In this movie. It's like, he's clearly doing Josh Gad. I will I say... who I am! I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways. Enrique with the sound drop. Before, I was rudely interrupted by Enrique. <laughs> I guess I I will say probably in the in the third act we see a little bit of Josh in there. Yeah,
0: but that's it. That's all. I'm say. I don't I really he's discount Josh Gadd All I'm gonna, give really, you. All I'm gonna, I'm gonna give until you. he proves me wrong. That's what he is to me. <laughs> um. I love how you went from positive
1: and then you brought mod- you brought up this this guy. And it went to straight negative. I mean, and I'm just like, not, oh, okay. Well, I guess we're doing a transition now. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I mean, he's not a... I don't think he's fully a negative. Because I agree with you. In the first act, he's really good. And I actually like his chemistry with Kelly Rohrback. I actually thought it actually surprisingly worked. Um, yeah, man. It makes
1: you... It makes the... But the, a lot of it didn't. <laughs> makes the, under, uh, the underdog guy really, really have hope, man. Yeah. There's hope for I, I everybody guess. out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else or do you want to rate this movie? Let's go ahead and rate it. All right. Um, Okay. I am going to give this. It's very, it's actually, you know what? It's very similar to my thoughts on, in a weird way, in a weird way, it's very similar to my thoughts on Alien Covenant. Um, Because the first act I actually really liked, and then the rest of the movie it kind of loses its way. So I'm going to give it around the same thing. It might even be the same thing exactly. I'm giving it a 4.9.
1: That's exactly your rating, yeah. It's exact. That's the exact rating that you gave. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give this movie a solid five. All right. So
0: at least we're in the same area, basically. Um, yeah. I don't know. It. It's. It's got some good. It's got some bad. But there's definitely. I think more bad. You know. So that is. It is what it is. And I don't know. I mean, I know you guys gave me a lot of crap. You and Miles who were on the episode gave me a lot of crap for that, or for my rating for alien covenant but i mean i'm just at, i'm kind of if you haven't they, noticed they have
1: overhyped it in the tv spots with the rotten tomato score it's like they have a 90 i'm like uh-huh, uh-huh. Have, you guys have a 71 percent. so like what the hell are you guys doing? i mean
0: that's still certified fresh so i mean they're still doing well they sort of then put the underscore up i don't know yeah it, it's just it's weird uh yeah i don't know i'm but i am trying to I'm kind of cracking down, I guess, on review or on ratings a little bit recently. Cause I'm like, I sit there and I'm like, yeah, I'm giving movies too high of scores. So I'm just kind of scaling it back a little bit. I'm trying to even things out. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it's giving a little bit more of an accurate reflection of movies instead of being like, and so I, I feel like sometimes we fall back into this thing of giving movies like the benefit that I being mean. like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But I don't know. It doesn't. Whatever. All right, let's move on. We're gonna move on to um, the movie that's gonna cause a lot of debate, I'm sure. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, and for a little bit of background, obviously, you know, Ozzy is a big fan of these movies, but you don't like the fourth one, correct? No. Okay. Um, I like the first one, but I never was like all in like a lot of people were. I th- I thought it was good. What, whatever. It's it's a good movie. Second one, it's okay. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. The third one, I'm that's my favorite, and I know that's an unpopular opinion right there. The fourth one, it's okay. I don't think it's as atrocious as even some Pirates fans seem to think it is. It's whatever. It's fine. Um, so I, I honestly don't think up until this point we've had a bad movie to the bunch. But to be fair, I haven't watched these movies in a long time. And actually, I started to watch the first one last night just because I was like, you know what? I haven't watched these movies in a long time, and maybe I should. Um, just to kind of reassess what my opinion is on these movies, because I haven't seen them in so long, you know. Yeah. Um, so I might, maybe we'll bring it up on the podcast in the next episode. I don't know, um, but yeah. So that's some background on what our thoughts are on this franchise as a whole. But now this fifth one, and it's come. When was the When was the fourth one released?
1: Fourth one, I believe, was released in twenty eleven. Jeez. Man. Yeah, I mean, it. It spent That's six, six years. Was, Jeez. Yeah, because I, I, from what I remember, for yeah, actually, yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. That is crazy. Um, it's been a long time. Yeah, because I, the fourth one did, really did not do
1: as well like it was tanked by critics and audiences alike so
0: yeah it didn't do well in that department it still made money but it, I
1: mean yeah it made its money but it really didn't do well I mean I, I think they were probably even going to go with a different story because their post credit their post credit scene had um, Jack Sparrow's love interest pick up a, a doll like his doll but it was like uh, Enchanted or whatever oh. so where she can control him and hurt him or whatever but yeah. we didn't even see her we didn't see Penelope Cruz in this movie at all
0: yeah um i don't know but all right let's get into positives let's just talk about this movie because we really need to get moving because we're gonna be i think this is gonna go a little long sorry um (laughs) let's start positives ozzy what do you got i think everybody did a
1: good job now everybody's gonna be asking me like okay well what did you think about jack sparrow jack sparrow is actually going to be in my negatives. Thank you. So I'm I will happy to hear that. I will I will mention him. I will mention him in my negatives. Just I'll mention him in my negatives and, and I'll and I'll say why. But um as for the most part though, I do think Johnny Depp does give a good performance. What I will say though is it's it's the script. It's the script which is the negative. But let's talk this start with positives. Um everybody else did fine in the movie. I think Javier Bardem definitely stole the show for me personally. I really did like his character and I did like him as a villain and he was really ruthless and I liked some of the scenes that he had with Jeffrey rush's Barbosa and he was really menacing because it, it's interesting to see that Jeffrey um, Barbosa's character interacting with um, with uh, captain Salazar and it's it, it was crazy because at one point Barbosa was once dead in the franchise as well, and he came back to life. So it was... I really did like the... kind of the circle that that, that it had, that it that it did. And um, the CG in this movie was... I gotta say it was amazing. I really did like the CG that they did with Captain Zal- Salazar and his crew. I will say that. I think the CG in this movie... I'll say 98%. Now I'll explain the other 2%. And then my <laughs> negatives. But... The 98% of uh of the the CGI was really good. I'm probably gonna say this might be. I have to. I'm gonna rewatch all the films, but i from what I saw, this might be the best shot pirates film. I really did like how it was shot, and I think the locations were pretty good, and it had great action set pieces. What do you got?
0: Um. Okay. As for you mentioned kind of the cinematography and how things were shot and everything like that, uh, it's. I, it's definitely good it's very good the pirates movies are all good it's hard to, f- to kind of um to find issue with the way these movies are made i guess you know it It really is all of them i wouldn't say it's the best i tend to maybe that's just me because i like the way gore burbinsky shoots things and it's a little bit it was weird to it was definitely weird to see kind of a different director I, he, he or did he direct the last one
1: he only directed the original trilogy.
0: Okay, so, yeah. It, but Marshall directed I, the fourth one. Okay, I did. I really like the way the first three are shot, especially the third one, because, you know, it's my favorite. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, I wouldn't say it's the best, but I, I'd agree with you that even in the first five minutes, I was like, you know what? These movies are beautiful to look at, you know, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, performances-wise, there's some good, there's some. Me, when you talk about the villain, I do have issue with the villain. But I don't think Javier Bardem does his best with that villain. I mean, there you cannot you cannot find issue with him as the villain. Like he gave he gives the best performance possible. It's just his character's not given much depth at all. Um, so you, he did he did his best with what he was given. So I'm not I don't have issue with him at all. Um, Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp. I don't I don't know at this point he's kind of a caricature. It's it's fine. Um, and it's so weird. To th- it really is weird to think about.
1: I want to discuss it in the negative. Okay.
0: Because it, it have... really is weird to think about the fact that he was nominated for an Oscar for that first time. Yeah. And you think about how like, whoa, he is so good and it's kind of devolved from there, you know, but he really was, I mean, I, like I said, I just started watching the first one again last night. He really is good in that first one. Um, Henry Turner. Let's talk about that character. Uh, the he's I guess gonna be one of the new lead protagonists in the series if they continue it on. Um, he's fine. I don't think he has any real chemistry with his love interest. But I will say this: his love interest, played by what's her name? I'm I gonna look right now. I hold it pulled up. Right up. kea uh, So, So S- something like Scod da- Scodelario something yeah. like that. Uh, she plays Karina Smith yes um, and she to me she's the one who steals the show she is fantastic in this movie and I'm telling you right now know her name as hard as it is to pronounce as hard as it as it is to pronounce um, she I'm so sorry that I butchered your name it, she is good and she is going to be in more things mark my words she is good
1: yeah, i mean well we've seen
0: her in the maze runner series i've only seen the first one i don't even remember her from that so she obviously and those movies aren't given there's not much to work with in those movies i mean let's <laughs> be honest like the first one the first one's fine i actually <laughs> well you haven't even like, seen the second one no so. i haven't seen the second one the second I, one's I, I, kind of, not, I kind of i kind of but they're not very deep okay let's, <laughs> let's say that so i don't know she probably didn't have much to work with in that but i I honestly don't remember her that well.
1: Yeah, but she was she was a great lead. She's really good. I in liked movie. I liked Brendan Thwaites as Henry Turner. I don't think he did like an amazing job or well. He he's blew kind of, me out he's of the very way. Very forgettable. But. Um, I will say this: the I did like the chemistry with this two way better than the chemistry with the priest and the freaking mermaid in the fourth one. I don't know what the hell they were trying to do. That, I don't but even remember it. So yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it was. But I did like. Uh, I did. I could buy their love. Like I could believe it. Yeah. Uh, if if they were to if they were to say like, hey, like we're in love, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I believe um, it.
0: I try not to read these things, but I, <laughs> I did read one review. And it was funny because he was mentioning their chemistry, and I was like, "Yeah, it's not the best." Um, and the person in the review said, the "Person in the review said that if somebody, if they had to reveal halfway through the movie that they were brother and sister, nobody would have batted an eye." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, eh. I mean, "Well, it's, it's because not wrong. It, it's also
1: because of how they executed their story, because they're That's both true. basically
0: brought there due to their fathers." So I mean. Yeah. It, it, it is what it is I don't know they whatever I, I honestly think he gives a very forgettable performance it's fine it's not like it's not he, I wasn't horrible, sitting there going like Ugh. like I wasn't like Ugh. You know I think the
1: worst performance okay if I had to say it was the worst performance it would be last year's Independence Day Resurgence with that uh, discount, Will Smith. Oh yeah, <laughs> Will, that was Will Smith's son. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. I'm just appreciative they didn't have another one of those guys come in. But fair enough. I think uh, Brendan Toys did a. He did. He did okay. He did yeah. pretty good for for um, what he had.
0: As for you mentioned the action set pieces. They're fine. I I didn't. I wasn't blown away by the action in this movie like I was. At, as I remember now, again, I need to rewatch these movies. But as I remember now, as I was with the third one, I will keep bringing up the third one because, as I said, it's my favorite. Um, so uh, I just uh, and I will bring up specifically one scene, specifically one scene in our negatives. Jeez, um, but I I do think the climactic action scene or the big. It's a very CGI CGI heavy scene, but I actually think that the climactic moment in this movie, the climactic scene is pretty cool. Um, and I was like, all right, this is I'm I'm into this. It really did work as silly as it is, but I mean these movies are that's kind of their thing they are. Um, yeah, so it, it's overall there's some fun elements to the story, but I don't like how the story was put together which we'll get to. Um, but yeah I, I don't know that's pretty much all I have for positives what do you got Ozzy
1: that's pretty much Anything it for else?
0: me man alright well then let's move on to negatives um, I will say this because we didn't kind of do our overall thoughts <laughs> and this is where you're going to get mad this movie is a mess dude it is a script mess wise, script wise it is a mess and I'm going to
1: start with Johnny Depp's character okay, Jack Sparrow it. in the first one if I want to describe Jack Sparrow I'll say he was tipsy, tipsy in the first one, but he still he still was thinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he still, still had heart yeah. and he had wit. I think that's what yep. In this movie, he was—he's a drunk. drunk. He was legit drunk all the time, and yeah, well, like what you said, he was a caricature, and it, it was—it it's kind of and it sucks because. You do get a return of Will Turner. It's in the TV spots. You do get a return of Will Turner, and you do get these awesome uh, moments where you're just like, "Yeah, man, the original three, like the original trilogy," um, and it's it's crazy because the, the the old cast, like Jeffrey Rush, and 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 then you get the new cast. They did they all did solid, but it's just Johnny Depp's uh, interpretation of Jack Sparrow and this one is really disappointing and. I don't know if it's just with his performance or how they wrote him but he was basically drunk the entire time and it's not it's not the Jack Sparrow that we all know and
0: love. Yeah. And the thing is you can definitely like I think they had an interesting idea because you can do something where you take the character in a different direction and you go what if Jack Sparrow was at his lowest low, you know? The thing is the tone doesn't the tone of the movie doesn't match that. Like, it's not like it's a very kind of down movie where you're just like, all right, it makes sense that he's as low as slow, right? And then the thing is, with this character in particular, you when you do that, you suck all of the fun out of the character. I was not enjoying when he was on the screen at all. I mean, really at all. There were moments, but at all, really, because he's just... He's being a drunk, and he's an idiot, and he's not... Like, honestly in the other movies, in the original movies, he would do things that you're like, basically, it's seemingly by accident, and he would succeed. He would be, succeed by accident. And he'd do something that's like, he'd bump into something, and then he'd be able to escape because of what he bumped into, right? You know? that's That was his character. That's that's the kind of thing we're used to seeing. But in this movie, it's just, I, you don't get that. It's just like he would bump into something, and then he, like, Somebody would come and rescue him. You know, it's like there's no. I don't feel like he's being intentional with his idi- idiocy anymore. It's just kind of he's being an idiot and he's being a drunk. And it's you take the fun completely out of the character, and I wasn't enjoying watching him. Um, so that's. I agree with you there. I really do. Yeah, it's it's really disappointing to see because I will I will
1: go as I will go as far as to say, and this might be a bold statement, but I'll say that the fourth movie. Even gives a, a better performance by Johnny Depp, and yeah. I think, and I will I will I'll, I'll also even say that um, Jack Sparrow is is Jack Sparrow is in the fourth one. This is a completely different version of Jack Sparrow in the fifth one, and I think they need to go back and you know f- do the same formula that they did for the original four.
0: Yeah, um, especially when it comes to his character. And okay, the in some of these movies not all of them really I don't even know if I can say in some of them but in this one especially let me just say that in this one he's a complete he's a he's a sideshow yeah but that's if you, think of, side if, if
1: you think about it that's how it was in the first one second one and third one I will say because I don't, I don't go as far as to say that I think Will Turner was probably the they were probably making him out to be the main character but everybody loved Jack Sparrow, and he was even a, he was even nominated that year. I know. So, they're 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 putting him in the main role, which is probably a, which is probably why the fourth one failed, and they're trying to probably do the same thing with this one. But again, it's just like it didn't work with what they wrote him to be in this movie.
0: Um, I will disagree with you. Uh, I think this is where our issue is going to be. I think this story is not stitched well together at all. Um, you have all of these different side stories and all the complaints that a lot of people have with these movies that they're so bloated that they're so there's too many characters and there's a bunch of different storylines and they're almost two and and a half, they're at least two and a half hours long all of them. And this one's only like two hours. This is the short, I believe this is the shortest in the series. And this one, if ironically enough, is where I felt all those complaints the most. Um, there's too many different storylines going on and they're so coincidentally put together like okay you have the main storyline with Jack Sparrow right and he's the side he's basically the sideshow of the movie right like and you, you might say that that's that's kind of in the Pirates formula sure but the villain is centered around Jack Sparrow so I'm like okay so is the villain like a side villain and then it they're, yeah but they did the same no, thing for on, the first on. one Hold on, no, not really, because the villain is still the vi- like because Barbosa's the villain, and he is not only Johnny Depp's villain, he's not only um, Jack Sparrow's villain, he's also Will Tur- Will Turner's villain. They have the same goal, right? This villain is solely focused on getting to Jack. Jack is he, he he's just kind of along for the ride. He's not really he doesn't have the same goal as them. I mean, he's just kind of there. Um, he okay. He's trying to get this trident, whatever. We're getting into... I mean, this is the plot of the movie, right? It's the synopsis. They're trying to get this item that'll... What? Break all curses. Break all the curses in the sea, right? And the only reason he's trying to get that is to stop the villain who's coming after him. Okay? And then other people have reasons to get them that are completely unrelated. And then Barbosa's in there, and then they come up with the reason for him to be in there. And it's just... the I... The movie is all over the place, story-wise. It really is. I There's so many different things. I don't think... Honestly, you could have cut Jack Sparrow and the villain's storyline out, and probably the exact same outcome of the movie would have happened. (laughs) Like, they would have... The same people would have met and ended up in the same place. You could have cut that entire thing out. It was just there to be there, and it drove me insane. I didn't care. I was like... There's no reason for me to be invested in the villain storyline other than oh no we don't want this guy to kill Jack, but at the same time we already mentioned I kind we kind of didn't like Jack in this movie so I, I I really I did not I'm not a fan of this movie I'm really not.
1: I think there's enjoyment enjoyment to be had this movie I really did like this movie coming off the fourth one which is really not liked by anybody well you got some people that like it Carlos it's fine um, I, I don't know, but whatever. I. I'll say like I'm not gonna debate you on that though because there is a lot of storylines and I did read some of I did read some reviews that said that and there is a lot of stuff going on. I mean you got you got Captain Saws are going after Jack. You got Jack being drunk and trying to get some loot for his crew, and then you have Henry Turner and you got uh, Karina Smith going to find the Trident to break all curses or whatever. Uh. You just have a lot of stuff going on. And I will say, I mean, for me, the most the thing that I was rooting for was definitely was Henry.
0: Well yeah, because, because I mean we want Orlando I Bloom mean, Yeah, we sure. want Orlando Blue <laughs> And I was like,
1: yo, come on, man. Um, but again, I mean, there is a lot of stuff here and I think that that is one of the problems. And I will say it's the script as well. Yeah. The script really wasn't giving I think we could have had way more potential in this film, honestly. Yeah. And there were some scenes of dialogue that I liked, and there were some other scenes that I really didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a horrible green screen towards the end of the movie.
0: Is that, is that the two percent you're talking yep, about? Two percent, two percent. I was like, damn, y'all had
1: all this CGI looking nice, and then you yeah. had to screw it up with the green, the green screen. Um, I know I said I liked Jeffrey Rush's Barbosa per se. I didn't like the kind of the turn that they did with this character
0: because he was all. kind
1: of. The Barbosa that we know is always—he's ruthless, you know. He's always going after the Black Pearl, and especially in the fourth one, you know, he—he's still on a—he's still—he's still—he's—he's he's on his—he's on a path to revenge, you know. And this one, he's just like, ah, you know, I'm chilling, you know. I got a whole armada. I'm just relaxing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like that he necessarily was just uh, basically—he—he he was basically trying to save his own butt in the end and it was kind of annoying because it's not the Barbosa that we know and love and why is the British Navy in here
0: okay thank why you. is Again, the British Navy in here like I don't we can literally
1: take out the British Navy you could and it would be the, the same th- it'd be the mm. same thing yeah. like, it'd be the exact same thing I don't understand why the British Navy is in here, and I think it's funny because the main lead, who is in the British Navy, is in Iron Fist, and Iron Fist didn't do well. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just bad luck with that particular lead actor or whatever. But um, the Brit- i don't understand why the British Navy was in this movie. I understand for every other one, but this one—it really—it's so
0: random. Because all right, at first it kind of makes sense, right? They're chasing uh, Henry and the girl, uh, Karina, right? Yeah, they're chasing them, okay. And then as soon as uh, they—spoiler alert—I guess not. I mean, come on. As as soon as they get away from the British Navy, right? (laughs) Um. it's like, okay, so that should be over with. That storyline should be over with. And then, no, there's still more of them. They come back. And you're just like, and they're like, oh, now we want the this item. And it's like, what? And that, I feel like that's the entire movie. It's everyone being like, oh, okay, you want that? Okay, now I want that. And it's like, what? It's all of these different random things and random people just kind of being like, oh, that? Yeah, all right, now I want that Yeah, dude, reasons.
1: There was no reason for the British Navy Oof. to be there. I think they needed to write Jack better. If we're supposed to care about, look, I'll always care about Jack. I will. But this is like the the biggest. Like he's this is his lowest point in this whole entire franchise. Um, that have honestly liked him, and it's really disappointing. Um,
0: I will say I like the flashbacks, and this movie kind of made me want a prequel series. I know that's like. Kind of frowned upon, like oh, we've got too many prequel series. I, I kind of wanted it after watching the flashbacks
1: Yeah, I mean the flashback was really good. I <laughs> yeah. will say that um, there are some, and it's and don't get me wrong, there are some things that Jack does. That I was like, huh, I mean, it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's 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 great because we do get a little bit of old Jack back. But again, it's mostly it's it's this new drunk Jack where I didn't that I really didn't Stupid, like. Yeah, um, but I will say there is a lot of nostalgic moments in this movie. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, one more thing. Well. Two more things because I want to mention that one action scene that I hate, really hate. But we we'll, I'll make that for last. You mentioned Barbosa and we talked you talked a little bit about that. And Barbosa to me, and if anybody watches Agents of Shield, you'll know this reference, Barbosa is the ward of this franchise. In that Ward in Agents of Shield and Barbosa with this series, is a character who they keep finding ways to bring him back. And it's just and it feels so unnecessary and so forced. I really don't and I know people like Barbosa. I know you like Barbosa. I like him in the first movie, it definitely. And less and less as we get along because it gets more and more it's more and more of a reach that they bring him back every time. And this one, I really felt it. I was just like, "What what do we do? Why is Barbosa back?" It felt so much like, "What why are we introducing this character again? Let him move on. Let if you're gonna introduce him, don't have him be a main role. Well, it's, I mean, in the third, dro-
1: in the third one, he kind of had to come back. Yeah, because I, there's that. The fourth one, Blackbeard, made him cut off his leg, and he but, put the pearl in a bottle. Yeah, but they so didn't need to. Like, he's pissed. Clearly, I, I don't know. It's just, and then and this one, Salazar is kind of taking everything away from Barbosa. So
0: again, but you didn't need to have him to. in the picture at all. That's what I'm saying. You don't need to have him there. You could have just said, oh, Barbosa's off doing his thing, or not even mention him. And I wouldn't have blinked an eye. I would have been like, okay, we're moving on. You don't, this is a big world. Barbosa could be off in a different ocean. <laughs> we could be whatever. It's it just, it really felt so forced. I didn't need Barbosa there. And then in the moment I was like, oh gosh, with Barbosa was when they, they get onto a ship. Barbosa and Jack end up on the same ship, right? And Jack is like, okay, like, he's starting to give orders. And then Barbosa we do that thing where Barbosa's like, there's only room for one captain, and then he's the captain stop it was just I was like we've seen this in. Ev- I feel like in every single movie we have this moment where Jack and Barbosa are arguing about who's the captain and Barbosa always wins we do this every single freaking movie and it's annoying and especially in this movie when we all you can we both agree that all we wanted was for Jack to be Jack again right <laughs> yeah. And we get a moment where he's like, he's gonna be the captain of the ship, and then J- and then Barbosa's like, nope, I'm the captain. I'm like, stop! Why can't Jack be Jack, for the love of God? <laughs> Please! And it, that was the moment where I was like, why is Barbosa in this movie? And then they give us a reason later, but I'm like that's even like, again, how small is this world? (laughs) It's like, how small is this world? We've had so many of these kind of coincidental moments where in this franchise, this franchise is basically infamous for its coincidental, like people meeting each other. That's like, oh, you know, of course we met, you know, because we met before. And it's like, is the world like you know this big, like the size of a quarter? Like, I mean, how are you? How are people meeting each other like this so often? And this is another case of that. I don't know. Um, all right. Lastly, the specific action scene, and it's one of the first scenes in the movie. This the bank scene. I can't stand that scene. Why? It. Okay, number one. I'm gonna say this, and I'm. I think slash hope that you the light bulb will go off, and you'll be like. Oh my gosh, you're right. It is the Fast Five scene. But even more ridiculous. Which is hard, because it's Fast Five. It's the Fast and Furious franchise. It's a Fast Five scene, except in the Pirate's world and more ridiculous. And I was sitting there like, what the frick? Okay, this franchise is always silly, right? You know, that's, that's part of their charm, right? Right? So... I was like, okay, sure. You know, they're going to try to do this thing. And even if they would have done it like Fast Five, I would have been like, okay, whatever. You know, it's pirates. Sure. But it got, it went even to a more ridiculous extent. And they're dragging this entire thing. And I'm just like, what? I wish, I don't know if we'll put, we're recording this on video, but I wish people could see my face right now. Because it is, I was just sitting there like, what the heck is happening right now? This is so stupid. And it really is. And it and it doesn't help that it was the beginning of the Jack being a drunk thing. It's the first time we see him, basically. And I was like, what is he doing? And then it, we get this ridiculous scene on top of it. And I'm just like, this is so stupid. It's like we're not even in the... I mean, I get... Okay, again, there's magic in this world. It's not the real world. I get it. But, oh my gosh. Come on. It's... Oh, I, I hated that scene so much. And it was... So bloated, it was way longer than it needed to be, which is something that the Pirates franchise has an issue with—every scene being longer than it needs to be. But this is the pinnacle of that to me. It was like the moment where I was just like, "Man, the scene is too long and too big," quote unquote. I hated it. <laughs> um, I don't know. You don't? I guess you disagree. I I really I didn't hate it. I hate that scene so much. I really much. didn't hate it. I mean,
1: everybody in my audience seemed to be enjoying it as well as I did, so.
0: It doesn't make it more stupid. I, <laughs> hey,
1: I mean I'll admit, I mean it was dumb, but I mean I wasn't like I wasn't like oh my gosh, this is so unbearable. I think the most unbearable scene this year for me will be Fast and Furious Eight, Zombie Cars. Well, yeah. Because that is so Hey, I'm not stupid. Yeah. And That's I literally even. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Thank you. And <laughs> I can't even I can't even fathom I I'm not gonna watch that movie again. Just do that part. I can never <laughs> watch Fast and Furious Eight again. Because all right, do that part. Well, but anyways,
0: let's get to what is gonna be. I'm sure, area of contention for us. What is your rating for this movie? Solid seven. It's a good.
1: It's a. It's a fun. It's a fun ride. You know, it does bring the Pirates franchise kind of back on track, but they need to do more work. I will say it needs to. If they're gonna make a, if because this is, I think they're planning on making the trilogy.
0: I don't know. I've heard because I know they had mentioned that they're like this yeah, is going to be the last. There's a lot of even the TV spots that say this is the last
1: the, one. The last one, they're saying it's the final adventure or whatever. Um, the, it says they're saying this is the final adventure, the final adventure begins. Um, it's it if this is going to be the last one, it closes in a nice way, but they do have a post credit scene, which we'll get into in the spoiler review. Yeah. Um, that, that uh that sets up for a sequel, which by the way. A lot of people are excited for the post-credit scene. I'm kind of nervous for the post-credit scene, but we'll talk about it in the spoiler-free
0: um, review. Yeah, we're definitely going to disagree. This is going to be a uh, very similar situation again to Alien, um, but I, I don't know. I I really, honestly, because if some when somebody asked me, and I actually did, somebody asked me as soon as I got out the movie, like, how was it? My first response. And this is kind of defines my overall thoughts. My first response was, it's a mess. It really is. The story is, I just, I didn't care. I really, I didn't care. And I was just sitting there like, there's there was no reason for me to be invested in any really of these storylines. Except for nostalgia of the other movies. And like, we want Will Turner back. That's the only reason you really care. And then, I was, I cared about, um... Katerina's character. It's Katerina, right? It's Karina. Karina. Jeez, I'm She's, getting a like, blacklist like, now. Like you love her. I, I <laughs> you love this actress. But I like, do, and I Katarina. can't remember her character's name. <laughs> um, yeah, I I was invested because she made me care, and then I cared about Henry's storyline because I want Will back. That that was it. Didn't care about Jack's storyline and by proxy didn't care about the villain so it's like that's the ma- and the villain is the majority of the movie so it's just I didn't there's a lot in this movie that I just didn't care about there's I'm sure there's fun to be having it and this is just this is me being nice with this movie and I know you're definitely going to disagree with me and we're going to fight about this I'm going gonna shoot a 5 out of 10 I really I think this you is a very forgettable movie suck it and I do not understand this notion and this is a very popular notion I'm hearing this said all over the place that this is the Best one since the first one. That is ridiculous.
1: That to me is a hundred
0: percent ridiculous. That the is fact ridiculous. that ridiculous. And even that, for that people pisses, who don't that, like the rest of the franchise, that that's ridiculous.
1: That really pisses me off because it's. And what I'm about to say is is a bold statement, but to me, everybody's talking about how this is the best one. Everybody's saying that this is the this is the one that's gonna get the franchise back on track. I mean, sure. That's that's great, but it's not the it's not the best one since the since the since the original trilogy. It's the best one since the fourth one. It's the best one since the fourth one. It's 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 ridiculous, and I will I will go as far as to say the original the the two and three and Carlos, you you may disagree with me here. I think the 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 Pirates two and three have one of the most tragic villains of all time.
0: He is a very tragic villain. It, I don't know. One of
1: the, the tragic the and I'll like I'll explain it in, in yeah. my i explain it in in our Pirates of the Caribbean discussion, but definitely one of the most tragic villains of all time. That's a bold statement. And the fact that nobody like the fact that that movie the, the two the two the two that we're talking about got trashed on so much is absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. But that's just me.
0: Um uh, again, I'm going to rewatch this series probably in the next couple days but as of now this is my least favorite one and that's just, of course, that's just as of now, I needed to rewatch the fourth one because everyone hates that one and I, I think I've only seen it once and I came away from being like yeah, it was fine so, I don't know um, but yeah, I guess that's it for our Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales spoiler free review, we will have a spoiler review um, coming up Pretty soon, probably in the next episode. We will see. Um, all right, well, let's move on to TV because, man, we have a lot of finales to talk about. And this will be, should we say now, this is going to be our last TV recap in this form.
1: Yeah, guys, uh, announcement coming up right now because, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to be, we may continue TV recaps. We may we may not continue TV recaps just due to the amount of TV that there is. And we don't generally know how much how much of you guys really watch the TV that we necessarily watch? So we might cut it down to just talking about mid-season finales and finales or, 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 or doing TV or one recaps. One or two shows
0: a week, yeah. something like that. Yeah. We're, we're going to mess with the format. We're, we're going to um, discuss
1: it over the summer because yeah. uh, TV season does start again uh, in, in the fall. Yeah. So, I mean, we have a bunch of time to discuss it. Yes. But this is going to be the last TV
0: recap. In this like form. This. Yes, in this, in this form. Um, Don't worry. July, we will be talking about Game of Thrones. Oh, we will have, yeah. we will have. No matter what, we're going to have individual shows. The big shows, we will have individual recaps for. Yep, we'll be we'll be talking about Game of Thrones. Whenever Westworld comes back next year, unfortunately, we will be talking about Westworld. Whenever Walking Dead comes back, we'll be talking about Walking. All the big shows, we'll be talking about those kind of things, um, on an individual basis. But. When it comes to the majority of the TV we watch, it's just it's become too con- time consuming and yeah. Because yeah.
1: sometimes we want to talk about other things, sometimes we want to get into uh, d- like a longer discussion on things, but we're unable to because the TV recaps just it's like we kind of have to yeah. And we we want to want it to be fun, yeah. especially for you guys. So uh, that'll be that. Th- this will right. be the last one for now. Yeah. But getting into Supergirl. Guys, TV recaps contain spoilers. So if you have not seen Supergirl, The Flash, or Arrow, you can stop listening.
0: Um, All right. Well, let's talk about Supergirl, then. This finale was surprisingly good. Uh, Really? uh,
1: mm -mm, mm -mm, mm
0: -mm. Okay. Well, I will say this. Uh -uh. I know you agree with me on this.
1: CW... Needs to relax with their CGI because they cannot pull off a lot of stuff. And I was bothered me in this, it it looked like a freaking video game. I'm just like, Am I playing a video game right now? (laughs) (laughs) That's how bad it was. And I was so annoyed with the fact that Superman kept saying, I was at my full strength, you're stronger than me. Oh, my God, uh, y- y- Carla, you're the champion because you beat me, and I totally was using my whole entire strength.
0: I did hate that.
1: Carla, you, you, like, you're you stronger than me, and I look up to you like, what? Since when has that been established that you that she's stronger than you? And I'm not trying to say, look, she, obviously she's of the same planet, and obviously they would put up a great fight with one another. Yes. But he's freaking Superman, okay? He's yeah. the definitive hero. Okay, and you're gonna go? No, I no, and I don't know what the hell is it up with DC, wanting to set up these father these fatherly figures up with these characters. Since when the hell has the, the Martian Manhunter ever had a freaking romantic re- relationship with McGann? Okay, which is like his niece in the comics, and t- and and just at, like uh, and also uh young justice carlos i know you don't care about a lot of comics i know you don't care i know i get it but no you don't do that that is disgusting when i saw them kiss i was like oh uh, they- <laughs> <laughs> no, god god so oh my god it was so bad i no! can't even <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> that was exactly my reaction. It was disgusting. I don't understand what the hell they were thinking DC stop setting up Batman with Barbara Gordon oh It's not happening we're not happy okay. and do not set up Martian Manhunter with freaking began what the hell is wrong with you stop doing that that that's why the series for now is such. A freaking low for me. I'm like, this is disgusting. Okay. God. <laughs> um. It
0: obviously didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. You're
1: messed up. <laughs>
0: it's, they did Okay. The thing is, they have not established them in this universe oh, God, as uh, nie, or as niece and nephew or whatever, or niece and uncle or whatever it is in the comics. They haven't established it like that, and they have never established it like a brother or a fatherly relationship. whether it's like that in the comics or not in the show in this continuity it's never been established as that so it didn't bother me in the show it looks freaking stupid okay anyway (laughs) (laughs) whatever (laughs) anyway um as for the CGI I didn't really notice it but the one thing I agree with you the one thing I agree with you it's, hold on, I agree with you with the whole Superman thing. And I know people are going to be like, oh, it's you guys are being sexist because, you know, it's just because you don't think that she could be him. And it's like, no, it's not that. Number one, he is established. And, and I guess I apparently you could use the same argument I just used, oh, well, not in this continuity. But then you're taking away from the core of the character. Because the core of the character of Superman is he's the most powerful being in this, in the DC universe, like that's one of his main core characteristics, correct? So you he's one
1: of the strongest beings in the DC is, universe. He like is he is, the like, strongest being. like, look, and I'm not saying that Supergirl cannot stand her own against uh, she Superman. Could, she she clearly could. Like, and she may, like, she look, she she can stand her own. She is legit Supergirl. She's from the same planet as he is, so of course she can hold her own. Of course they're gonna like of course they can they're both like they both have the same powers. But I like Superman is a definitive hero. He's the he's one of the strongest, if not the strongest being in the DC in the DC landscape. Like that is how powerful he is. So the fact that you're gonna come ahead and tell like go ahead and tell me. And not to mention we've seen Superman um we've seen Superman mind controlled before we've seen it happen yeah. so the fact that he's like oh i was using my full strength if you were using your full strength national city would be obliterated yeah um and it's the thing. crazy how they fought each other apparently both equally at full strength and none of them got bruises
0: yeah um that's that's the thing i i don't th- <sighs> okay yeah, the problem is you can't say like they went out of their way because your my original thought was okay well, he was mind-controlled right so i mean that makes sense because batman's beaten superman when he's mind-controlled things like that we've had those moments before right um because you could say that that weakens him but they went out of their way to say i wasn't weaker why why was that necessary? Why was that necessary? You, now you're just purposefully taking away from the character and adding to another character. And I get it, it's your lead character. But it doesn't, even logically, it doesn't make any sense. Superman has had his powers and been using them longer. He has more experience. But, alright, let's not get hung up on that. Um, because overall, I, whether we have issues with all the CGI or not, the story of this episode, I actually didn't mind. And I really did enjoy, and the climactic scene. You know, I'm not like one to be like, "Oh, this Can is I, emotional." But Monel and Cara,
1: those two actors before they killed it, they, they killed were so it good. in those scenes. All right, let me, especially
0: Kara. I mean, Melissa Benoist, gee, she is good. She
1: is by far. I'm gonna if I had the right lead roles this, this season, I'm gonna go ahead and say Melissa Benoist, a Stephen Amell, yeah. Grant Gustin.
0: I would say, um, I would agree. That's because, a, because that's, that's. I mean, cause Steve,
1: yeah, Stephen Amell has had some great. We'll get to his finale, but, I mean, Melissa Benoist in this finale, dude, I wanted to cry with her. I was like, this CW show has never, ever made me want to cry, and she was over there bawling her eyes out, and I felt so bad for her, and I gotta say, this is consistent with the CW shows this season, well, from the CW shows that we watch, there has been a lot of loss this, and these seasons, a lot of loss, it is crazy, uh... I'm so sad to see Monel go. I hope he does come back. I don't know how he'll come back. He'll probably I, come back. I but... I wish what they would have done is put him in another yeah. earth. Yeah. Because it just would have made things simpler. But I mean, that's just me. I'm gonna say this. This is this is gonna be a negative in my like my last negative. Okay. I don't know if you noticed. What? But every time Supergirl or Superman punched each other, an explosion in the background in the middle always popped up. Oh really? I counted it. It's <laughs> I I just like one. <laughs> two. <laughs> I didn't notice. This. And it... It it reminded me of Michael Bay, because, like, every time Kara would punch uh, Rhea, even, there would be, like, sparks coming out somewhere. Um, Random. And it's like, um, Michael Bay?
0: So, okay. Last thing. Very last thing. I was so happy when they revealed that Kat knows about Kara. Thank... God, because, oh my gosh, that was... It was one of the biggest things that frustrated me. I'm like, how... I mean, she's, like, supposed to be the super journalist or whatever, the queen of all quote-unquote, and she doesn't know. <laughs> and then, okay, what really drove me insane was... And we didn't... I forgot to mention this in the last episode, but she is able to recognize Jimmy through just those little eye holes in his mask in the last episode. And then I was sitting there like, you recognize this guy through eye holes that are like the size of two quarters or whatever <laughs> and then you don't recognize someone who doesn't even wear a mask and it was just like so stupid and then they revealed in this episode that she knows who she is and i was like thank you thank you and it makes sense cat really you. wasn't that bad she wasn't the problem in this she episode. really
1: wasn't that bad i actually no. liked her in this episode i which is a big Complete turn from what I said about her last episode, yeah. so I really did like her in this episode. Yeah. This, this is this is what I'm talking about. If you're gonna have Cat Grant be in the show, have her be a motherly figure, like have her be a realistic motherly figure or, to Kara, a realistic and, human being. Yeah. Please. Instead of having her be like, oh, I'm the queen of media, yeah, like shut up, like yeah. no, like you're like, this is this is the Cat Grant that I like. This is the this is the Cat Grant that I
0: remember for a bit from season one that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to Tuesday shows. Actually, you watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine the season finale with me, oh, which you haven't no seen. Idea. What did you think?
1: Uh, yeah, it was it was good. It's a good it show. Right? I really like that right? show.
0: Um, it actually, a surprisingly, kind of dramatic and almost dark episode. Yeah, I was like, damn. I was like, Carlos, you uh, watch this? I was yeah, like, yeah. it got kind of serious towards the end. Uh, but I am so interested. They, Brooklyn Nine Nine has done this recently, where they put their characters in like an impossible situation towards the at the end of the season, and you're just like, how are they going to get out of this? Um, and I think that this sets up a amazing premiere for next season because I mean how they're gonna I I know they're gonna have an episode where they're both where Rosa and Jake are both in prison and that episode is going to be amazing I just know it, I cannot wait so (laughs) um, I can't wait for it, the season finale is great Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of the best uh, sitcoms or comedies on TV so watch it, it's really good Um, but yeah, let's talk about uh, The Flash oh boy uh (laughs) I will say this, um, I put out a tweet and actually got some traction surprisingly. Um. Yeah, what? It got, like, I got a lot of uh, surprising amount of retweets and likes. (laughs) Um, I'm done with the Flash. I'm not coming back next season. Um, if, if I get overwhelming reports that it is better, then I'll consider it. But as of now, I'm not coming back next season. I'm done. This season finale was so underwhelming. It was a disappointment. It it, this show is a tragedy, it really is because think about how good it was in season 1 It is season 1 is one of my favorite single seasons of television, not one of the best it's the CW show, but one of my favorite single seasons of television I've ever watched, it kept me like freaking out at the end of every single episode and then season 2 was a disappointment and now season 3 is just it's it, it sucks, it really does season 3 is horrible I'm not a fan oh boy Take it um, away, Aussie. <laughs> <done>, I can't. <laughs> this
1: season finale, uh boy, it was horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so horrible. I, the CW, can kill off Laura Lance, which freaking pisses me off, drives me up a freaking wall. But they can't kill Irish West.
0: They don't have the balls. <laughs> I was done as soon as they revealed it. I was to like that's the dumbest kill thing. I've ever seen. Iris West. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because Harrison Wells decide okay, HR decides to go uh, pretend to be Iris West or whatever, or whatever. And it's crazy. And while and then as soon as he revealed that he is Her- that he is HR he could have lived. He could have. He could have lived.
0: Barry could have rushed him.
1: And the Barry's just sitting there, dude. I was just alive. No. And you and you took the hit, dude. That's crazy. I'm not. Shut up and go take him. Like he like he literally could have. Like he could have been saved. There could not have been a loss. But Barry is. So overwhelmed that and he's happy that it wasn't Iris West, that he was a complete deuce to HR. And a lot of people are saying, like, oh my gosh, it's really sad because he, he always felt like he wasn't doing his part, but he ended up doing his part towards the end. Sure. You know, sure. And I would have been I would have been happy, you know, if he lived. But the stupidity of a speedster not rushing him to the hospital. Is ridiculous. And I that's the thing that drove me up a wall. No. And the thing that drove me also up a wall was the fact that they also did not kill Iris West. Because that is so stupid. Such You've such been hyping it up since the mid season finale. And we are here now waiting to see Iris die. And episode 22 also set it up as in she did die. And we're just like, oh, you know what? It was a pretty good episode in how they executed her death. It's manipulating no. the audience. Uh, That's what they did.
0: And it's ridiculous. It was really dumb. I, it, you're, It's horrible. I hated that. The, the reveal. And it's just like, are you, it was silly because you're sitting there like, okay like he had a mission impossible moment type thing where he's like shrivels then like takes off the fake face or whatever it's like okay and then they do a flashback it's like this feels like a retcon it feels like oh we kill an iris oh, we shouldn't have done that Yeah, let's let's fix it. It's like that's like I feel like that was the conversation in the writers' room. It was it was horrible. You're manipulating your audience because you're like, oh, they're dead, or she's dead, and then the next episode you don't. It's what's the point? What was the point of this whole thing? And then you're right. The icing on top was the fact that he didn't take them or he didn't take him to the hospital and then the rest of the episode is just dumb we have this whole thing with Caitlyn kind of turning back but not really and it's just like okay and then this dude just killed killed HR right he killed your friend and Barry's first thought is you know what maybe we should get him to turn good again what (laughs) what (laughs) Are you kidding me? It was just like it was because I had an issue when they first revealed we were. We talked about this in the last episode. I had an issue when they first revealed that uh, that uh, Oliver was going to get Deathstroke even in Arrow. I was like, okay, like he killed his mom. At least they addressed it in that. (laughs) Like Barry basically ignores it when everybody brings it up. Like he just killed HR. He's like, you know, he could be good. And it's like, what? That's so dumb. And not only that, but they the fact that Barry even let him get close to Iris in that scene. What? And why he didn't kill her? It's like the whole thing. Number one, it was dumb for Barry to let him in the same room with Iris. Number two, why didn't he kill her? now? Because that's all he's been doing this whole season is trying to kill Iris. And then he's face to face with her. He literally could have done it and nobody could have done a thing. And, nope, nothing. Nope. nothing, um, nothing. At all. It doesn't make any sense. It this whole really episode dumb. was and stupid. They, they stole Cisco. I'm and, done with the show. Barry Screw the show.
1: And Barry was just sitting on his butt, excited that Iris was alive. Screw the show. It was. It was really dumb. Oh boy. You want to move <sighs> on? I'm done. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. Oh, just a quick mention. Go for it. Barry goes up to Cisco. As they're saying, good, as they're saying, their bid for a Wells to HR because he's dead, and and Barry goes, I know this Wells had a really special connection with you. Like I know you guys had a, I know you had a connection with this Wells better than any other. And Scoo go goes, Yeah, man. Like it's it's crazy. And I'm just like, You've been a douche to him this whole entire time. Is that the connection you guys are talking about? Like, were you been?
0: Saying you're useless. I was also very confused why everyone was wearing sunglasses in that what? scene. Yeah, <laughs> but it was you know, it was whatever. partially cloudy. Like, <laughs> how you
1: guys doing? <laughs> it, was, it was a cloudy day. And you guys are trying to so You guys are know. trying to look like douches because <laughs> you guys were douches when he died. Yeah. So <laughs> and that's the scene where Caitlyn comes back and she's like, "I'm not gonna. I'm. I don't know what I'm." She's gonna like, she's like, what. he's just like, "Are you Caitlyn? Go no. home. No, get out of here. Are you Killer Frost?" No, then who are you? I hope I she's know. the main villain of next season. She's like that would make me want to come like, back. She's like, she's like, I don't know who I am, but I need to find out. I'm just like, i not just be Caitlyn, who has powers?
0: <laughs> like, right. I, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be pretty damn cool. All right. Well, we're running a little long, so Let's move know, on. I don't, I don't know who I am. Um, to our final show, where we'll be talking about Arrow. God, I loved good it. Season finale. I Very loved good. it. Okay, I loved it. It was really good and. They addressed God, to the, the like main concern I had. We actually had a legitimate conversation about the fact that he killed your mom <laughs> and you're asking for help. And I was like, Okay, at least you're talking about it. You're not ignoring that fact. A
1: lot of people Thank have you. been I've been a lot of people have been saying, Okay, well Slade Wilson Slade Wilson kept like said uh, he keeps his promises to Oliver that he hated Oliver before the before the Mira-Karu. And I'm gonna watch it. I need to watch the show again. But from what I remember, he said that while he was under the influence of the mirror Carew. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And he did all of these things under the influence of the mirror Carew. So when they reintroduced, when they reintroduced Slade in the season finale, Oliver's like, "Are like, are you good? Like, do you have any of it left in you?" He's like, "No, it, it just feels like a bad dream." And you can tell that this, you can tell that Slade feels sort of bad about killing um, about killing Oliver's mom but um, you do feel like I, I feel like I feel like Slade's helping him because one he feels bad and he feels like he owes Oliver two because Oliver has information about where his son is and he gives it he gives it to Slade willingly mm-hmm. you know and he lets him go so I feel like that's why and I think it was a pretty good reason as to why Slade is helping him Yeah, and the fight with Nassau Ghoul and Talia Gul. I was kind of disappointed because I thought I mean I would think that Talia Al Ghul would probably beat Nessa. She should have because Nessa can't beat Oliver, but Talia has has a chance. Like I mean, I think pretty sure Al- Talia can take down all can take down she's, Oliver. So it's just Talia freaking Al Ghul. So it's just I don't know, man. It's kind of it's like it's like a circle. It's a weird circle. Yeah, it was I, a weird I, circle because we've seen Nessa Al Ghul on Oliver fight. Uh, Oliver takes down Nessa, but Nessa takes down Talia. So I would have liked to see, like, if Nessa was getting like her, like her hands, like you know, if, if Nessa was getting beaten up, that's when I feel like Slay would have jumped in and, and taken her.
0: Yeah, and you want to talk about a character? I mean, we've talked about Superman, but in my opinion, and this bothered, so like, this, bothered me, this bothered me even more. They nerfed Talia. What what are you doing? She's Talia freaking all ghoul. Yeah, like Talia taught Oliver one, and that's like that's my that's my
1: biggest thing. Like he, we've seen the two of them fight and she took and he took down Al Ghul. So it is crazy how Nissa beat uh, Talia. And I know I've looked, I don't get me wrong. I I love Al Ghul, I do. And I wanted her to come back and I've wanted to see them fight. But one I wanted it to be a longer fight because I think it would have been a good match. And two, I just wanted it to um I wanted I didn't want Talia to necessarily win, but I know I know that Talia would have won though. Yeah. I know that Talia would have won. So I would have liked to see Nessa and Oliver team up against her, or yeah. Deathstroke and and Nessa team up against her. It's just one of those things.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's It was a kind of overall disappointing fight, but it's fine. I I, I did really like this episode. The the climactic yes, fight the, scene was good. The scene with Chase, uh, the best scene in the entire episode is when Chase is forcing, trying to force Oliver to decide and I was like I honestly don't know how he gets out of this and then he figures out a way out of it and then obviously we have the thing at the end and I think it's a, the ver- the cliffhanger at the end is a little forced because come on they're not dead like, like come on yeah Um.
1: On. I think it's crazy but I love Stephen Amell in that scene though when he was oh, he's great he was so great in that scene where he was basically hugging his son he was like Are you okay and then he was screaming at uh, Chase and he was like don't look at him don't even Yeah. don't talk to him don't even look at him I really think great. Stephen Amell has improved his acting Um. I mean
0: he's always been yeah, I mean presence. he's
1: always been good but he I mean this season I, I think I gotta give it to him this is his best season yeah Acting wise, I mean, not as he, good as he,
0: Melissa but But he's definitely up
1: no, there. No, I mean, he's 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 been up there this season. I yeah. mean, uh, I I gotta say because I mean, I would I mean probably last year I would have put him as like a three or something like that, like a, a third place. But he definitely raised the. he's definitely
0: been doing a good job this season with his acting. Um, yeah. It, I see. It's weird because I guess if we were to rank all those shows when it comes to the leads, who do you count as the lead on Legends? Sarah. Sarah. And but, um, that would be hard for me because I think she is one of the best actresses in this entire universe to me. I'd still put, I'd still put him in. I'd still put Steven second. I would. Yeah, you're right. Eh, I, shoot, I think she would be battling with Stephen Amell for that for me. But they, it's up there. Uh, um, but I anyway, think,
1: I think the season finale for Legends
0: is still pretty dumb. But that has nothing to do with her and her acting. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, we disagree on Legends, but we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you have anything else with this finale? I mean, we do have the whole. Um, Berriman and or what's his name? I I know Berriman's actor the actor's name but I can't remember his actual name. Malcolm uh, Merlin. Malcolm Merlin. Jeez, jeez. Malcolm um, Merlin I'm and I'm really the Thea disappointed.
1: Thing. I'm really disappointed to see how he went because Malcolm
0: Merlin helped start the Airverse. Yeah. And he's been on Do you think he's actually dead? I can totally see them doing a thing where he's not. I'd be disappointed if he's not.
1: I can see them doing a thing like that as well because Time, yeah, um, true. <laughs> but but the thing is, I'm I'm disappointed with how he went out because he started the reverse, and I would have liked to see I would have liked to see more of an honorable death than just an explosion. I You're mean, like, he but, was
0: an honorable death. I mean, not. I mean, not really, I, mean not,
1: I mean, like honorable death is in like okay. Like we know he's dead because all we got was like a sound, That's and true. and it's like just like on screen Yeah, and I'm just like okay. That's what makes me nervous, and I was like. I'm like he could easily come back, and yeah. then and then Bearman is just like, no, it's my last one. I'm just like, are you really sure though? We didn't yeah. see your body, and I you're and you're and you're your main character, <laughs> your main character one, and you're also League of Assassins. Yeah. So like the hell, I don't know. I I agree. It's definitely
0: very <laughs> possible that he comes back, and that.
1: I'm like, like I can at least say for Crowley, like, and the actor confirmed that he's actually not going to be returning yeah. to Supernatural, but we can at least say, yeah, we okay. We saw it
0: happen, Yeah, you know? Yeah,
1: like, we saw it happen, and look, they can bring Crowley back, but, I mean. They won't. They won't, because he's a demon, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, we saw it happen.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I actually liked Thea's response in that situation, because you wouldn't know how to feel. He's still, he is your dad, or he's your father, biologically, <laughs> and uh, you do hate him, but at the same time, he just died, and he sacrificed himself for you, so I like that she doesn't have a clear-cut emotion. She doesn't know how to feel. That was a natural response to me. Um, anything the else? Biggest negative, Elicity. Freaking stop for crying out loud.
1: Oh, Damn, on. it was so annoying. I just, I just kissed you because I, I didn't know Like I didn't want to regret it shut up Felicity damn like what you have an unreasonable like, shut up. hate for no I don't have a hate for her I, I like Felicity hate for them
0: that's what I'm saying
1: I don't care for their relationship they broke up for the dumbest reason and then in this season the entire season they bring it up in episode 20 that's ridiculous Whoa. to me. I mean, they broke
0: up for a dumb reason, so they I broke mean, up for a dumb. Then they spent the entire so season they get back together because they didn't have a legit reason to break up in the first place. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I don't hate them. I actually like their relationship. Oh, uh, whatever. If you're not gonna bring back Laurel, then I, I, where, where else are you trying to go with that? I mean, you got. I mean, I guess Dinah. you could say don't have a love interest. I would have said Dinah. I guess I Dinah. Dinah. They relate. They yeah, haven't. They, they haven't had set one, that up at all.
1: They had one episode where, like, I saw. I'm like, okay, like I could see them being together, but they haven't progressed that relationship at all since then because she Dinah has barely had any relate. Okay, has had. Barely any dialogue. I think they with, have to kill Felicity for that to
0: happen. I honestly, I, oh, they I don't think they have to that kill they, off Felicity. They need to kill Felicity.
1: That's like that's like saying every lover interest, like, okay, kill off my no.
0: They need to kill Felicity what? because I agree with you that the Felicity stuff has become kind of forced. I like their relationship, so I don't mind it, but it just feels like, especially with the in the context of the show, you're not going anywhere with this relationship because it's not. You know you're gonna piss people off. Com- Hardcore comic fans hate this relationship because it's not in the comics, it's and just not. I, I don't. It doesn't bother me because oh, I don't read the comics. But you know that they're not gonna make them end up together because of that. So, I, I mean, it's just it's like the small it's like the Smallville situation with I Clark and Lana. You know they're not gonna end up together. As much as everyone liked them together, it was never gonna happen. Um, they need to they need to kill her or to, send her away because they need to give Oliver.
1: A, a girl that knows how to handle herself. Yeah. That's what I think because, and that's and that's why a lot of people act like Sarah Sarah Lance as Black Canary because she was oh, thank you. Yeah, she could handle herself bad. and she was a good Black Canary and it was awesome seeing those it was awesome seeing them fight together.
0: I'd you be know happy what I'm saying? if he ended up with Sarah. I know it's not going to happen at this point. We've moved so far beyond that; it's never going to happen. But yeah, I'm, but I mean, wouldn't be mad.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you, you see these two characters, I mean, I remember in season two, I mean, you said you see these two characters fighting together, and it was pretty cool, but we're running kind of long on time yeah. here, so we're going to have like a, we'll probably have like a discussion about it maybe sometime, but I'm yeah. sure we
0: will, <laughs> when, especially once we get closer to the season coming back. Um <laughs> yeah so surprisingly I mean not surprisingly because we saw this deal but Netflix already is getting some of these shows like already so that's if you haven't watched it you'll be able to catch up yeah I mean Riverdale I haven't
1: watched any Riverdale but Riverdale's already on there yeah that's crazy
0: CW and that deal with Netflix is interesting All right, well Ozzy you want to sign us out?
1: Uh, yeah Carlos uh, what is your recommendation?
0: Oh, recommendation? Um, I don't uh, know. I you don't have you one. caught me off guard.
1: Do you have anything? <laughs> I'm gonna say the original Pirates of the Caribbean. I think I already recommended it, but uh, it is the best in the in the original trilogy. Cause I'm gonna say acting wise, it's it's uh, not acting wise. I'm sorry. With its comedic what, co- like comedic timing and everything, um, it's probably the best. Action wise, it's gonna be the third one, but. That's just me. I, I definitely recommend the first part of the Caribbean movie.
0: Alright. Um, my recommendation and Ricky just fed me one is Twelve Monkeys. It is on sci fi. They released like the entire season in three days, so you can now watch it all online, so that's awesome. Um, this show is really good. It's, in my opinion, it's the best sci-fi show I've ever seen. I mean, I know I've never, I've never watched all about Battle, Battlestar Galactica. Sorry, um, they took it off Netflix. What can I do? Um, but yeah, it's Petition. so, so good. Um, and I said it before. Jennifer Goins on Twelve Monkeys is one of my, probably my favorite character on TV. She is so funny and so awesome. I love Jennifer Goins. So
1: okay, whatever
0: alright sign us up. <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you in social find me on social media twitter and instagram at cherry456 and of course make sure you follow us on social media all over the place all at Screenfellas, facebook twitter instagram everywhere
1: alright guys you guys can follow me on twitter at castro ozzy and also if you guys have any movies any recommendations or any tv shows anything like that along those lines dealing with cinema please feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellows.com guys we hope you enjoyed the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on itunes google 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 Play or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also check us out on YouTube as we will be having more content coming out towards the summer. And also check out our website as we do have written reviews on there. Guys, this is screen fellas.